Welcome to another Daily Takeaway. It's uh, Bush and Ritchie here. Uh, if I sound deflated as we introduce this episode, uh, there is a reason to it. Don't worry, it picks up as you uh, you hear the rest of the episode. Everything's fine and dandy, but I've just been given some really bad news. Oh, God, I'm so sorry. What's happened? Uh, you know Arsenal are playing in the Europa League uh, this evening. Um, you on... might need to explain European football to me, because I'm not really aware of that. <laughs> it's not um, Sporting Lisbon versus Arsenal kicks off at 5.45, uh, which is obviously during the live version of the podcast that you're going to hear of this show. So you're going to miss it? I feel like, is that why you feel bad? I'm not going to miss it, no. Oh, OK. Actually, because I've bought in my iPad, fully charged and backed up, uh, and I've got the BT app ready on it, so it's just going to be just in just the there. corner of the studio, just there, not going to be watching it. It's just there, just in case you need to have a quick look at stuff. You, now, you do remember the last time you did this, uh, the head of the entire, not just our radio station, but all of the radio stations in our company was behind doing a tour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. could see you, I think, watching the cricket. <laughs> it was, that, that's true, yes. But that's not that's not what the concern is. <laughs> OK. So, obviously, the second half will will kick off at 6.45, so we'll have another... Not the accounting or anything, no. No, 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 no but... Obviously, we've still got half an hour of the live show to go post right. seven o'clock. So I'd said to our producer, uh, a fellow Arsenal fan, so well, I'm going to hang around in the studio because otherwise I'll just miss the the like the last half hour of the game. I might even bring my dinner in if you want to hang around and watch. Oh right. So he was like, "Oh yeah, great idea, great idea." So I went to Tesco this morning. I've bought myself spaghetti carbonara. Checked it was microwavable. Going to do it in the kitchen at the end of the corridor. What a night this is going to be. What a night it's going to be. Producers just said he's got to leave and go back and feed the cats. So I will be <laughs> sat here with my iPad and a spaghetti carbonara <laughs> microwaved, watching the last half hour of the game. Subtitle to that is she's kicked him out again. <laughs> <laughs> this is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. We've been prepping hard for this show today, and to be honest, it's been pretty easy to. We've been listening to the universe, which has been clearly speaking to both Bush and myself about what the topic needs to be for the first hour of the show. Washing machines. We've both had stuff going on with washing machines. Allow us to Have tell you what's happening. I'll go first, right? So uh, the drawer in our washing machine has been doing weird stuff. It's not taking the powder, mm -hmm. OK? Uh, and so I was telling everyone about work, about this, what's been going on. So we have some cracking conversations when the songs are on. <laughs> anyway, people in this office are incredulous that in 2023 I'm still using powder. Our boss, Paul, had to come in in the actual show just to double-check that it was for real. And I, I can't believe it. I, I, it seems that we're the only household in the United Kingdom that still uses washing powder. You guys all use what? Uh, tabs, the liquid tabs. As I said to you yesterday, and I'm not I'm not trying to sort of make, make a thing here, I don't think I've been using the tabs. Uh, I don't, don't think I've used water powder yeah. since late 80s. That's mad though, isn't it? No. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't touch any of the other stuff at all. There was heretics coming on saying that what they do, they, they might use the powder, but they chuck it directly in the drum. <laughs> madness. And I'm getting loads of stick on Twitter. DC says it's all right, Bush. Father time catches us all eventually. <laughs> he says just wash the clothes, then put them through the mangle before hanging them up in front of an open fireplace. <laughs> Leslie says, I just beat mine with a rock down by the river. It's much cheaper. <laughs> Get lost. Uh, and then um, Claire, this is a curveball. She says, why not try a laundry egg? They're the, the latest fad. You can even buy them at Wilco. I've never heard of a laundry egg. Never heard of a laundry egg. But uh, there you go. I must, we, we must be the only family in the United Kingdom still using powder. So you've got a relatively new 
machine then, yeah? Yeah. So do you think it's it's, it's almost choking on this powder? It doesn't like it. What is this? I've been designed for liquid tablets. I'm not taking this. It's like too much sherbet coughing out. Well, that's cinnamon <laughs> challenge during lockdown. And Michelle in Eastbourne says, uh, Bush and Ritchie, liquid detergent all the way. Do you still have a dial-up internet, Bush? <laughs> a lot of uh, a lot of flack in this first little bit of the show. First whole minutes. hour um, dedicated to washing machine chat as we listen to the universe. We've both had washing machine incidents. Julia tweets, traumatised my 18-month-old son by putting his favourite stuffed dog in the washing machine. He thought I was killing it. Had to buy a duplicate so I could wash one while he was in bed. Bad that, mummy. That's good ingenuity, though. It's quite clever. A replacement, a proxy dog. So you've got your new washing machine that isn't taking your 1980s powder. Yep, thanks. Um... I'm a bit of a planner, as you know. A planner, I have systems for everything, and last night I thought, oh, I'll put a timed wash on so that it'll finish at half seven in the morning when I come downstairs for breakfast. See, I don't even know how to do that. <laughs> your new machine will do it if you start putting your liquid tabs in. OK, I've got a lot to learn. So, got that time last night, went to bed, got up this morning, was having my shower, and as I was getting out of the shower, I could hear what I could only describe as machine guns going off downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> oh my word. So I went downstairs into the kitchen and this is the noise. Now it, it sounds like a biplane, World War One biplane taken <laughs> off. <laughs> I'm no washing machine engineer. But that's on its last legs, isn't it? It doesn't sound good. I've not even looked to see what the price of a new washing machine is, but I'm dreading it. But it's been going eight years. I think that's not bad going. Eight that's years good. You've nursed it along. Machine. Is it time to kind of like uh, retire it, or do you think you can get in there and fix that bad boy? I don't think I can fix it, but what I, what I reckon I can do is get a little bit more life out of it by washing everything on a 400 rinse. So rather than that spin going around at 1,800 revs, I'm going to do it at 400, and then it won't be so noisy and it might, might last longer. Please never speak to me about this again. I never want to hear the phrase <laughs> 400 rinse ever again. Our team are struggling with the amount of people they're getting in touch. Uh, Roxy has said, Richie, has someone replaced your washing machine uh, with a 2010 BMW 1 Series diesel with a timing chain issue. It does sound like an outboard motor, <laughs> doesn't it? It really does. Uh, yeah, yours ain't taking the powder anymore. Mine sounds like it's going to take off. Uh, hanging on is Alison with some advice. What do you reckon, Alison? So that noise is your feet at the bottom. They just need re-levelling. That's why it's making the noise. Right, so Richie's feet on his washing machine just need re-levelling. Yeah, they do need. They need re-levelling. That's why it's like about. You sure that is all it is? All you need, what yeah. you need me to do, right? I'm I'm the king. If we go to a cafe or whatever and it's a wobbly table, I'm brilliant at getting under there and just using napkins. <laughs> I'll sort it out for you in ten minutes. <laughs> well, you could try that, but I don't think it'll work. And yeah, th- just, just need to tip it on it to the back and then um, re-level everything. And to think I would have got an engineer out and it's just the napkin. It's right. All it takes it's, is a text, mate. Brilliant. And in fact, if you have a if you have a gap between your work surface and your washing machine, I don't know whether you do, you can put a little bit of Lego in there and that'll stop it. Oh, right. Serviette and Lego. Brilliant. <laughs> I've never heard anyone uh, attempt to fix anything like that with Lego before. This is a, this is a first oh, for home time. There you go. Yeah. Stephen says, stinky trainers, stick them in the washing machine, try put them in a pillowcase first. Stops no them rattling around. That's witchcraft, that is. Can't <laughs> yeah. be right. That's going to go down well at home, isn't it? I just need to wash these muddy trainers. Where's the spare pillowcase? Well, if you, if you, you the drum sounds like it does at the moment, Richie. If you put uh, p- p- the trainers in, that's end of, end of day stuff. <laughs> uh, it turns out our house, my house in Leon C, the only household in the UK still using washing powder. <laughs> Get a lot of stick on the show yesterday, in the office yesterday. Uh, apparently everyone's still 
and these days are using those little tabs, whatever yeah. they're called. But the, you know what? A bit of support is coming through. Sean says, Bush, I just want to let you know that in our family, we still use washing powder in our washing machine. And he's putting block capitals. You are not alone. <laughs> I appreciate your support at this difficult time, Sean. We've got Kerry on the line. What do you think on this, Kerry? Oh, it's got to be powder all the time. And you, your drawer's clogged because you've put putting too much powder in. Oh, fantastic. Right, because yeah, I've been walking funny as well. <laughs> no, so because I thought, genuinely, after, having had this chat with everyone in our office yesterday, I, I was sat on the train home last night thinking, wow. You know, I feel like one of those people has been hiding out on an island, doesn't realise that World War II's over. <laughs> Everyone's been using these little tablet things. But you, you use ta- the powder in your house? Absolutely, all the time. My other half washes like his widow twanky. He <laughs> loves doing the laundry. It's really bizarre. It's a bit worried about him at times. Because that's one of the big bits with shopping for me when I do the big shop is is wrestling with a gigantic box of washing powder as big as you. <laughs> yeah, we know the one. <laughs> Fantastic. And it, your, your other half wouldn't have it any other way? No, never. In fact, I bought the liquid once and he refused to use it and I had to give it my mum. <laughs> Which was a bit of an insult in present, really, weren't it? <laughs> I want to stand up for your other half. We may use powder, but I am like that. I love doing the washing, despite the fact it's making that horrendous noise. I did three loads this morning. Well, what a busy morning you've had. I can't hear a thing anymore, but. Um... <laughs> Literally gone like a washing machine in your head now. <laughs> the Daily Takeaway. Richie's Daily Takeaway. Time for the Thursday Night Film Club. We join together and come up with some amazing movie recommendations based on one single brief. And the brief tonight is looking for your favourite movie, what you think is the best movie to feature a band. Obviously, uh, we are searching for the greatest guitar anthem uh, and putting together the top 100 for your Easter weekend. We'll give you some details on how to vote on that very soon. Uh, but if there was to be a movie to yeah. feature you're a band, what one would you want to watch? So I'm, I'm conflicted here. There's a lot of great films about bands. One that I'm currently halfway through watching on the train mm-hmm. at the moment is Elvis. Oh, it's so good! So good, starring Austin Butler as uh, Elvis. It's an absolutely brilliant performance and I've just been blown away by it. It's maybe going like Google on, on YouTube and look at the actual performances and see how, re- how close the real yeah. reality it was. The other one, though, I think my favourite band movie of all time... Control, which is the Joy Division story. Not seen Bad it. Joy Division, really, really good. Ooh. So that one, it's, it's hard watching in some places because it's, you know, it's pretty bleak, but it's it's an amazing, uh, you know, movie featuring a band. Two very different suggestions to what I'm going to put forward. <laughs> Isn't it always the way? <laughs> but I, 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 hand on heart, I think this is a great movie. Eurovision, the story of Fire Saga. I see. I don't even. I don't know anything about that at all. It's on Netflix. It. Um, it's a Will Ferrell movie. Uh, I think he's written it, uh, written it, uh, and then obviously stars in it as well. Uh, story of a spoof Eurovision entry from Iceland, um, <laughs> and his band Fire Saga. It's very apt at the moment. With exactly Eurovision around with, the corner. With, with, with May Muller being announced this morning, as well as uh, the UK's entry. So I've actually gone topical as well, and it is a good movie. With- I don't know the IMDb rating. I, I think you don't want to look. <laughs> I think deep down you don't want to look. It's, it's her song, by the way, that girl, uh, I Wrote a Song. Is that what uh, it's called? Yes, I'm, I believe so, yes, yeah. That's an interesting name for a song, that. Yeah, it's good. I Wrote a Song. <laughs> I, like, I like people who are just completely direct, straight up. It's like Ron Seal, isn't it? That's what it says on the tin. Someone says, best film featuring a band. It's got to be The Commitments. Uh, Conrad says, you nailed it, Bush. Control all day long. I've gone from washing powder villain to band movie hero. Uh, now, obviously, if it's bands that are related to guitar anthems, uh, your Commitments uh, suggestion and also Joy Division are a little bit closer to that than my Eurovision story of Five Star. I'm going to check it out. I've never heard of that film before. 6.5 on IMDb, so I did I'm so sorry. it out. 
uh, which is respectable. School of Rock has been suggested uh, by Paul in Brighton, which is absolutely brilliant. I love School of Rock. Good, good musical as well. I don't like it. You don't I'm like so sorry. it? I hate the film, would never go and see the musical. Wow. I don't, it's not about it, I just don't like it. Wow. Gives me the ick. Kate and Hextable says, Crossroads, starring Ralph Macchio, uh, off, the, off of Karate Kid. Amazing guitar solo. Uh, and that's brilliant. I remember watching that ages ago. I think he, it's set in like the 1940s and he wants to become like a blues, a blues musician. I say this after all these years. I still don't think I could pick a movie that you like without you having told me. If I was to predict, yeah. I'd get them all wrong. I just, I, I don't know why. I just don't like it. Is it Jack Black? No, he's all right. I don't know something about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a bit of a wind-up. Uh, your movies with bands in, please. Michelle, what's your suggestion? It's uh, McFly, Nowhere Left to Run. Sorry, Michelle, that's quite a bad line. Did you just phone <laughs> in with the suggestion, McFly, Nowhere Left to Run as a movie? <laughs> yeah. Bush, wow. were you aware that was a movie? I didn't know they had a film out. I, I mean, the Beatles did, didn't they? They had movies, so it was only natural for McFly. Straight to DVD. Yeah. It is terrible. Do you know what? Honest. Do you know what? In fairness, Tom and Dougie have written some very, very good kids' books that I'm reading at bedtime. Yeah. So if the movie's half decent as well, then it could be all right. Fair enough. <laughs> the acting is rubbish in it, but my good. daughter loves McFly, so we've watched it though. Michelle, give us give us a quick kind of uh, skim then of, the, of what the actual plot is in the McFly movie Nowhere Left to Run. They go to a big, like, mansion where they're supposed to be filming, um, the, uh, like, a music video. And Harry turns into a vampire. Right, OK. And then he tries to turn everyone else into a vampire, okay. <laughs> basically. I think we're out. I think we're out, unfortunately. <laughs> so sorry. It's really bad. <laughs> this is just this second dropped in. Uh, Bush and Ritchie, movies with bands. Look no further than the 1998 classic Still Crazy with Jimmy Nail. There's so many films that I've never heard of. I didn't realise there was a movie about that. With Jimmy Nail. When was the last time you saw Jimmy Nail? Um, t- too long ago. I have seen him. My answer, yeah. seen him for ages. Yeah. Uh, well, th- these, are, these are all welcome. Thank you very much for, for getting in touch with them. We've got Tracy on the line. Tracy, what film are you saying? It's called Almost Famous. It's um, a semi-autobiographical film about Cameron Crowe, the director. Oh, right. given a writing gig. She wrote for Rolling Stone magazine um, in the 70s. And it's following him around as he goes out on, on the tour buses with um, bands like um, Black Sabbath. The kind of heyday of, of, uh, of heavy rock. It is, and heyday of heavy rock. It's a really good film. It's got Billy Crudup, Kate Hudson, Patrick Fugit. A uh, brilliant soundtrack. And it is critically acclaimed. 7.9 okay. out of 10. That's high yep. for this show, <laughs> isn't it? It's so good. I'm, I'm going to have to watch it again now. Do it, do it, do it. OK, well, good suggestion. Thank you so much. All right, thanks, guys. Thank you for your amazing suggestions, most of which you've never heard of. Yes, and despite the fact that we've had a suggestion for the... Um, oh, what are they called? Uh, not, yeah, McFly movie. Oh, yeah. It's not them. I'm uh, going to have to... I, I want to just... Tonight on the train, <laughs> let's have a little look at it. Uh, we have chosen the one that you guys have voted for in your in your thousands by, by a strong majority. It has to be Spinal Tap. Uh, iconic. The bit where they get lost backstage is one of my favourite bits of film of all time. 1984 classic Spinal Tap into the Hometime Film Club Hall of Fame tonight. The Daily Takeaway. Bush and Richie's Daily Takeaway.
It's the moment you've all been waiting for. A lot of people taping this to listen to it later on. It's time for the Dunk Index. We're trying to find out, using science, what is the best biscuit in the world for dunking in a hot drink. Uh, what we've done is shortlisted eight biscuits, put them head-to-head against each other, a little bit like one of those World Cup wall charts. Every night on the show, uh, we're putting the two biscuits into tea via a bit of string attached to a microphone and a bulldog clip and seeing how long they last, and that comes up with the DI, the Dunk Index. Uh, the Dunk Index. Now, the measurements on that have slightly changed today after uh, yesterday we realised uh, that biscuits last a little bit longer on the bulldog clip than we thought. Calibration. It's a bit of calibration. Uh, so yesterday's winning biscuit uh, was the Fox's Chocolate Round, Dunk Index of five. Uh, today, if uh, it lasts in there for ten seconds, that's one uh, a Dunk Index of one. DI one. Uh, Eleven to twenty will be two. Twenty-one to thirty-three. Thirty-one to forty-four. And forty-one to fifty-five. That... So the ratings have been lengthened somewhat. Well, this is it. That's the science tonight. It's ginger nuts up against bourbon creams, which is a bit of a grudge match. Uh, let's, let's hear from a guy called Connor who is going to be vouching for ginger nuts. He suggests them, that's why they're on the list. Bush, Richie, Connor here from Northern Ireland, champion in the ginger nut. It's durable, reliable, strong and can take many dunks. It's going to make it to the final with ease. Okay, so Connor thinks it's going to go all the way. Should we get ready to dunk? We're ready to dunk. Interesting, he says about many dunks because obviously we just dunk and then it's in, right? We don't Simple take it out multiply. So it's uh, going down and into the cup of tea. L- nice bit of string there also going into the tea, which is something we like to see. <laughs> yeah, I've tied the string today and uh, it's a little bit longer than it probably should be. Actually, if you tie the string in any way like you do your laces, we are going to be in trouble over the next week on this show. Oh, it's fallen! It's gone! It's gone already 17 seconds! Now, what is that on the DI chart? That's a dunk index of two! That's a poor start for the ginger nut. That's Well, it's the end for the ginger (laughs) nut. That's really bad. But the bourbon cream, we don't know what the bourbon's going to do, and that's on the way next. So this is is all to play for in quarterfinal two. And yesterday, a lot of people were saying about how biscuits that got holes in, like your bourbon has, they're designed for dunking. Does this mean it will last longer? As I stand right now, just out the side of my view, I can see a bourbon cream dangling from a bulldog clip attached to a microphone via a piece of string and that's what makes this show so unique. Uh, the second half of our quarterfinal, a terrible dunk index for the uh, ginger nut earlier on, isn't it? We're all stunned. Um, you know, Connor gave it the big build-up saying how durable it was, multiple dunks, all that kind of... I don't think so. 17 seconds it lasts in there with a dunk index of two. It's horrendous. Very poor. It doesn't like it's going to be making its, fruit, uh, its way through to the semi but it is up against the bourbon cream and the biscuit I'm not a big fan of so I'll be interested to see this. We've got Georgia who's found for this. Hi guys, it's Georgia here from Norwich and I'm backing the Bourbon Biscuit. It is double the chocolate, double the fun, double the dunking. You can get so many dunks from this. It's so silky, so smooth. Also, it's just chocolate upon chocolate. What's not to love? She absolutely loves Bourbon Creams, this Georgia. She really does, but I mean, is, is she right? Because as I look at it, I mean, 17 seconds for the ginger nut, this is weakened by the fact it has cream in the middle. There's a gap. The, the biscuit we're, we're, we're dunking this evening looks like something you'd get uh, reluctantly from a bed and breakfast <laughs> with a tiny little kettle. Right. Let's dunk this bad boy. Lower the arm of the microphone. Bourbon cream going in, folks. In, Submerged in. into the tea along with a bit of string. It's in. And the timer has started. So 17 seconds is what we're looking for. We're already at seven. Strong start. Doing better than I thought it would do. Past ten. 14 seconds, still there. This it's is unprecedented. The ginger nut. It's beaten the ginger nut, it's past 20 seconds, so it's through to the semi-final. It's all a question of how it will do now. This is goal difference, guys. This is just goal difference. 
30 seconds, now a dunk index of four. Only needs to last another 10 seconds and it has the same rating as the Fox's Cream and indeed the shortbread finger from yesterday. It's now past 40 seconds, a dunk index of five. It's romped through to the semis. Unbelievable. That means it goes through to the next round of the semi-finals. And, oh, and it's gone. And it's just gone now. It's gone at 49 seconds. Wow, the drama. This is wow. unbelievable. And don't forget there's a highlight show of the dunk index this evening on Absolute Radio from 11. In the corner of the studio, BT Sport have suddenly got some Europa Sport on, <laughs> some Europa League on, but I think they're going to cancel it for live biscuit dunking. It really is the way forwards. Thanks for getting involved. We have another quarterfinal for you next week on this show. Richie's Daily Takeaway. So there you go, there's the show. Uh, obviously, pick up. we need to pick up on what, what happened to Richie at the beginning there that uh, producer Adam has essentially said he's washing his hair and has uh, uh, given you the... Uh, he stiffed me. He's rain-checked yes. you. Yes. And, he, and he, well, he's given the excuse he's got to go home and feed his cats. That's what he says. Have you seen the size of those cats? <laughs> I think they've been fed plenty. <laughs>